This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. are about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show. Sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a vacation loving you. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's one eight seven seven doc dolly one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. So this time of year, we always see articles on things that make your doctor or medical provider mad. And I sometimes disagree with some of these articles because a big thing they keep pointing out is that you are going to the internet and diagnosing yourself. As a doctor, that doesn't bother me. I mean, if you want to know what really ticks me off, I'm going to tell you what ticks me off that patients do. But that doesn't bother me. I think educating yourself and trying to come up with, hmm, you know, these are what my symptoms seem to be. Well, um, I'm wondering if that could be what's going on. I don't think that's bad. I think everybody should educate themselves. You know, just because I'm a physician doesn't mean I'm the only one that gets access to a medical textbook. Anybody who wants to educate themselves should be able to. I, I don't have a problem with that. So you're going to see articles that say what not to do. Don't sit there on the phone while your doctor needs to talk to you. Don't be texting. You know, things like that. that that's not what patients need to know. Patients need to know when they are losing that bond with their medical provider, when they are losing that engagement, and when it could possibly put their life at risk. That's what you guys need to know. And nobody's talking about that. So what is happening is the family doc like me, where I would take care of your kids, take care of you, take care of your parents, take care of grandma, deliver your baby, then take care of the baby, uh, pray with you, go to the funeral. Those family docs are a dying breed because we don't get to see our patients consistently anymore. Insurance changes, uh, Obamacare deductibles, doctors dropping, uh, insurances are quitting. And so you end up getting different providers all the time. You may have a nurse practitioner one day, a PA another day, an MD another day, a DO another day. And so you don't have that consistency. And so that's not your fault, but that's a problem. Because now for you to bond with that doctor, all right, hope they care enough to go, you know what? You're looking different today, or you look a little gray. You you need to hope that that doctor will make sure that you get to continually see them. I I told you, I had a patient come in, talk to me, going, I'm feeling fine, I'm just tired. And I go, you look different. You just seem different. And um, uh, um, actually, he had pneumonia. No cough, no fever. I just didn't like his color. And he actually had come in because he wanted a prescription refill, but he didn't want to see me. I'm like, jump on the table. And he ended up having pneumonia. And so you want somebody who knows you better than your spouse, better than your lover, to go, something's not right. And we're missing that. So what are people doing that's ticking off their doctor? Well, if you want to get me mad, 
is when you start demanding things and you say, this is what I need. I need a Z-Pack. Right? I have bronchitis. I have sinusitis. I need a Z-Pack. Now, I get Z-Packs make a lot of people feel better. But when I see that you have red eyes, <coughs> you know, some maybe salivary gland swelling, some other symptoms, I'm a little worried about your oxygen status. And I'm like, I think I want you to get tested for COVID or RSV. And you go, it's not COVID. It's not RSV. This is what I want. Uh, you lost me. That means you're not coming to me for advice. You're coming to me for a product. Okay, I'm not a Pez dispenser. Okay, when you're seeing a physician, you're seeing them for advice. Now, what many people see a physician for is a prescription. They want their Viagra. They want their birth control pill. They want their antibiotic. They want their pain medications. We get that. But the patients I love are the ones who go, you know, doc, I don't want the medicine i want to feel better but it's the only medicine that helps me remember i told you guys i had newly got hired by an urgent care i was fresh out of school and there was a patient who was on a motorcycle accident and it was his third time coming back and the other doctors are saying he's a drug seeker he just wants more narcotics dahlia you get him you know welcome to the you know welcome to the clinic this you get this one yeah because they didn't want to see him and i walk in there and and i and you know i go you know what's wrong tell me what's wrong well he fractured his ribs he was having severe pain and he goes i don't want the lortab i don't want the narcotics i listened to his lungs i do a chest x-ray he had fluid in the lungs it turned out he was still bleeding he had a hemothorax and people blew him off because they thought all he wanted was narcotics And so we talk about how to approach your medical provider. And yes, don't be rude to them. Don't be on the phone. You know, don't be challenging them. Don't be asking their political preferences. You know, where did you train? You you can always look up where people trained on the medical board. The medical board has full disclosure of where people trained. If you really want to know, were they overseas? Were they in-state? Were they private school? You could see where trained. Although now looking at what Ivy League is doing, I, I, I don't think Ivy League is holding that same bar that it has presumed to all these years. But don't use your doctor and diminish your medical provider or nurse practitioner or a PA to somebody that has to write a prescription. And that's what society has been doing. And uh, we're going to be out of a job later and you are going to be going to AI a computer. And that's what people seem to want these days because they just want a prescription. But that's not really why you're going to a medical provider. You're going to a medical provider because something's wrong and you need fixing or you need maintenance. You know, and and you know, if you love your car, don't you want your car diagnosed? What's going on with it? What do I need to do to nurture it? What do I need to do to have longevity? And so, you know, yeah, being late for your appointment, being distracted, you know, telling us to wait, um, complaining about how, um, you know, the prescription didn't work last time and all that. Have a conversation with your medical provider. I get you're grumpy. Some people get grumpy. I get that. You know, but if you do use the internet and research what you might have, don't walk in saying, I have, I don't know, uh, Kaposi sarcoma, or I have Ludwig's angina. You know, say, look, I have symptoms that I'm concerned about, and I want to make sure I don't have Kaposi sarcoma, Ludwig's angina, or these other things. But allow your medical provider to have a conversation with you and allow them to teach you. Because that's what we are. We're educators. 
1877 Don't go away. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious, such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal 
meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Show. Thank you all for tuning in. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. One eight seven seven D O C D A L I. Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Jason, our producer, and big thanks to y'all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Doctor Dahlia and on Facebook, the Doctor Dahlia Show. So, one thing I um, urge you guys to do is Google. Some of the gym classes back in the 1960s. Now, we're not talking. You're going to look at these and go, well, this must have been boot camp. This must have been military. I'm looking at a high school. I think it's called High Sierra High School. And you see the fitness classes. These high school students look pretty in shape. You don't see a lot of obesity. They're doing pull-ups, they're doing push-ups, they're doing things kind of similar to burpees, they're walking across parallel bars, they have good upper body muscle, they are able to climb, um, they're climbing walls using these uh, wooden uh, stokes to um, uh, be able to like, you know, dig into the wall, they're doing back Sit-ups, you know how you do sit-ups and curls from the front? They do the back. They learn how to, when you're looking at what these kids are doing, now mind you, uh, we're seeing boys, you know, in these, uh, maybe this wasn't the same for girls, but when you look at the, these are children. These are gym class. It's, you wonder why aren't, what's gym class now? Now, I was in gym in the 80s, okay? I'm a Gen X. 
So what I remember in terms of my physical fitness is you had benchmarks. I went to 12 schools. So I got to see what things were like in different schools. My folks moved a lot. And so you had to do a certain number of sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups. When you had some individuals that couldn't do it, anybody that might have been um, physically disadvantaged, you know, they obviously still you know had options for them. But we had to run. We had to have our miles timed. We had to learn a good amount of sports. We had to learn how to play flag football. They they stopped football by then. Um, uh, tennis, uh, racquetball, volleyball, tetherball, basketball. And gym was a workout. You sweat. Now, gym class these days, if you looked at video footages of, of you know, back then to now, you actually, it's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to know that many of our current kids, our current adolescents, couldn't lift themselves over a wall. If you ask the average child, can you climb a wall and jump over it? They'd be like, no. Could you climb a tree if you had to? Could you help carry a loved one? There's no upper body strength. There's no agility. I mean, not with everybody. We have some very, very good athletes. But the average adolescent, the average teen, whoa. And so no wonder our military is you know, is concerned. I, I remember in the uh, teens, the 2000 teens, I think it was our Joint Chief of Staff said one of our biggest um, threats to our country, that our national security is our lack of physical fitness. Now, President John F. Kennedy was big on physical fitness. I mean, we're talking these kids learned how to climb a rope over a body of water, push-ups, pull-ups. Um, in fact, let me see. There's something here that was, um, you know, cartwheels, uh, uh, jumpy jacks, jumping rope. But there was... There was, let me see here if I could pull it up. They had to learn how to rope climb, 850-yard run in three minutes, a mile run. So I could run a six-minute mile. This Oh, the minimal performance. You had to run, because I was going to say, you had to run a mile with the bare minimum or the at seven minutes, 30 seconds. And, you know, the average student can't run a mile. The average student can't run at all. And so it's called a pegboard, where you put pegs and you climb up vertical. Uh, you know, they had to swim. They even had, as part of their physical fitness, 50 yards they had to do in at least 40 seconds. And so we have a problem. You know, look at our obesity problem, our diabetes problem, our stroke risk, our heart attack risk. And we keep going, well, what we need to do is we need to expand health care and we need to give insurance companies uh, money to help buy down some of their expensive premiums that they skyrocketed because of Obamacare. You know, and you know, we, we go, it's, what's anybody doing? What are we doing with our kids? It's funny. Everybody's worried about climate change in the future. And 
um, how, well, we need to think about not today, but 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 100 years from now. Okay. All right. If you're worried about the climate and our environment and protecting our earth, I get that. Although, please use real science. Okay. And not just push political narratives. But if you're really that worried about earth and sustainability, why aren't you looking to our kids? And the problem is, is if I walked into a school saying, look at what they did in the 1960s. Our kids have to do that. Our kids need to be able to do bar dips, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups. They had to do 30 sit-ups in two minutes. And if I walked into a school saying these kids need to do that, I think most kids are like, say, what? I can't do it. I need an excuse. I need an accommodation. For our survival, we need to be physically fit. You know, I mean, my knees are shot because of skiing and running. But one of the best things to do for arthritis, the reason why, thank God, I haven't had to have surgery is because I exercise every day. Well, I, I, I think PE should not be just a two or three times a week physical education. Kids should be exercising every day. They need to be fit. And if they're not fit, then there's a track that helps get them fit. You know, I mean, look at what we do with classes in terms of academics. If you struggle in math, then you get a tutor. If you struggle in science or English, there's a tutor. Or there's an academic curriculum track to help get you up to speed. Are we doing that with physical education? No. Why not? And so we need people who could not only protect our country, but protect themselves, protect their family. You know, these firefighters, we should really interview firefighters. Firefighters who have to help bring people out of houses. You used to be, you know, small enough where you could get carried out. There are individuals who end up dying because they're just too big. There are people that can't fly planes, can't fit into cars. It's sad. And what are we as society doing to help them? And I get there are medical conditions that cause weight and cause obesity. And yes, we have medications out and we have um, you know, bariatric surgery. But what are we doing to get people physically fit? Well, you could go to a gym and you could hire a trainer but do we have free resources for people to work out? I want to lose weight. I need exercise classes. Does the health department, do the society have, I mean, we may have, you know, Obamacare and Medi-Cal and Medicaid and other things that we could use for individuals to help with medications. Why are we doing something like that for physical education? If somebody is not working because they don't feel up to it, they're not exercising, they're overweight, they feel ill, they have uh, diabetes, they have um, uh, arthritis. And I met a 30-year-old who's not working on disability. And they didn't have a medical problem, it's just they gained weight. And with the weight came these other issues. Well, what happens if we lose the weight? What happens if we get you into shape? And you could do your daily Jumping rope, running, uh, swimming, um, pull-ups, push-ups. You know, people who go to the gym are physically fit because they have a routine. What routine are we doing for not only our kids, but our adults who aren't working and who are gaining weight?
I'm not saying everybody who's not working is because of obesity, but still, I am seeing a lot of obesity-related unemployment. Then where's why aren't we helping them? And so, you know, just take a gander at some of these videos from the 1960s of physical fitness classes. And I get it. They might have just picked the most physically fit people. But, boy, could they do a lot more than our kids now. one 877 If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. USA News Update. The deaths of three American troops in a drone attack yesterday has pulled the U.S. deeper into the Middle East conflict in Gaza. President Joe Biden said in a banquet hall of a Baptist church in South Carolina just hours after the attack, we shall respond. North Korea again pushing the boundaries and launching missiles, this time from a submarine off the coast of the country. The test supervised by South Korean leader Kim Jong-un as a means to get nuclear weapons into the hands of the country's military. That missile hit an island target, but had no impact on the security of a neighboring country. Two people in Mississippi arrested after the abandonment of a newborn girl. She was found behind a dumpster wrapped in a lot of blankets sitting in a car seat. The baby taken to a hospital and was found to be in good condition. Corey Myers, USA News. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. We are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-DOC-DOLLY. 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Jason, our producer. And big thanks to you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dolly or on X. I know I need to stop calling it Twitter. Uh, I, I, it's uh, Can't teach an old dog new tricks. And Facebook, the Dr. Dolly Show. So I have had patients bring their children in or talk to me about their children and say, I think my child's anxious. I think they're depressed. And so all focus is on the child. And I learned very early on that I need to talk to the parent. And it's a little bit more than just, well, you know, do you have it? Do you have anxiety, depression? And I've noticed that some students are like, well, there's a family history of it. So they inherited it. They have inherited anxiety and depression. Okay, they could have. But many of the woes that we're seeing in children are more environmentally induced. And so there's something out there called eggshell parenting, where if the kids have to walk on eggshells around you because you don't have consistent emotional patterns or um, emotional or responses to issues where, okay, they spell something, no big deal. You know, find me the paper towel. Let's clean it up together. Versus what? Oh, my God. Bad girl. Bad boy. Bad this. You know, then the kids feel very volatile. The kids get an anxiety. They don't know what mood the parents are in. And many of us were raised in situations where we had no idea if it was going to be a good day or a bad day. Either we're going to get hugs or we're going to get whoopings. And our kids sadly, are the brunt of a lot of grown-ups and parents' mental illness. You know, kids are getting beat. They're getting spanked. They're getting starved. They're malnourished. They're being bullied. And also, they're being bullied by siblings who may take the brunt of their parents' mental health issues. So whenever I hear that children's anxiety and depression is rising, one of the first things I think about is, okay, well, is anybody addressing the parents a child can only be so healthy you know and and navigate 18 years of living at home 
if they aren't surrounded by mental illness or by somebody struggling with their mental health. And, you know, people could say, but look at these kids. They turn out okay with what happened to the parents. These kids turn out okay. Yes, there is a potential to still turn out okay. But most of the time, there's still an underlying anxiety or an underlying depression. You know, so, you know, my folks moved a lot. And, and my husband noticed that I don't always unpack. I'll still have boxes. He's like, why, why is this box here? Why, why did you not unpack? I go, because we might move again. No. Now we moved into this home. We've been in this home. You could unpack it. And I go, no. It just, every time I unpacked, we moved again. So nope, nope. Yeah, and so you know, I feel like I'm still pretty well balanced. I mean, yes, I you know, might have an obsession with Lord of the Rings. I, I might, you know, uh, uh, you know, like to sing songs about my pets when they don't want to hear about them. But you know, for the most part, I feel like I've done pretty well. But very subtly, there are behaviors we have. You know, and I used to always, you know, tell my family, okay, well, if we move again, this is what if we when are we? Why would we move again? Well, it's because we moved a lot when I was a kid. You know, and so, you know, if you have family members who, let's say, would, you know, have outbursts, have, you might always be like, you know, taking the road of, okay, well, I don't want to make you mad. I don't want to this. Always giving in, always compromising. Maybe you don't always have to compromise. Who cares if that person decides to blow up? But when you're a kid and that person blows up, yeah, you could get, uh, you know, a big whooping and you could be in a very vulnerable state. But when you're with coworkers and coworker starts to peacock and starts to get all, you know, ruffle their feathers and go, why, what? Listen, I'm like, are you done? Yeah, I remember when I was in training, I was so fed up with some of these doctors that would just abuse you and yell at you and scream at you and smack you with instruments. That one guy, I don't want to mention him. He's He and I get along great now. But he starts yelling at me about something. And I go, are, are you actually yelling? You don't have to yell. You want me to do something, I'll, I'll do it. This is the first time you're telling me to do it. I'll do it. What makes you think I wouldn't do it? You're yelling. And I can't stand when somebody says, you know, you're yelling. I don't yell a lot. But I'm like, why are you yelling? But I got to tell you, it stopped. You don't have to yell. Some people don't realize they're yelling. Yeah, I, so, you know, it, it, it takes sometimes a lot of recovery to be able to overcome and go, look, you know, I, we could do things differently. But unfortunately, these kids that suffer from anxiety and depression, you know, the, what, right now, the first thing society is doing is not looking at parents. They're looking at gender identity. Was it because the child doesn't want to be a boy or girl? Gender dysphoria can cause anxiety and depression, but I don't think it's the number one cause of anxiety and depression. And society and schools and you know it looks like it, it looks like it's starting to be the number one focus. And if a child doesn't feel comfortable saying, "Look, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get beat or screamed at or or uh, you know." I don't know what my home life is going to be like day to day, or if they don't understand how to convey that, that never gets addressed. So we're, we're, while we are seeing this epidemic 
of mental health crises in our youth. And we're blaming COVID. We're blaming the lockdowns, which I think do have a role in it. But nobody's talking about the parents. And I speak to many, many parents, even now. I I see more patients than I ever have with telemedicine than I used in the ER, urgent care, my clinic. And I worry about some of these kids. Now, if ever I'm worried that the child is abused or neglected, you get child health, you know, child protective services involved. But I spoke to this one mother that wasn't taking their kids to the doctor because she said the doctors make her nervous. She has anxiety because one doctor misdiagnosed. Okay, I understand when a doctor misdiagnoses and it you know, costs you a lot of money and you go through tests and worry. I get how you might be jaded to the system, but your child has something wrong with them. And so you got to get over that and get that. Your your job as a mom is to take care of that child. You get better suck it up. And if you can't get another family member to take that child in for you. So while we struggle with figuring out how to cure, you know, the depression, the anxiety. And as as I said, in the previous segment, which we're going to talk about more, we need to get the physical fitness up with our kids. There's no reason our kids should look any different from kids in the 1960s. And there should be no reason why our gym classes should be any different. But we need to really, you know, um, address what could be going on and get to the root of it. Even though it might not be very popular, even though it might not be easy to say, easy to address. But if child's mentalness is going to be pivoted to, well, maybe it's because, you know, their identity or maybe it's because they've been on a computer you know that should be looked at but i think we're missing one of the number one causes you have anxiety depression mood swings uh delusions um uh, and and all sorts of other things that could be happening in the household and another thing too is look at the siblings if the parents are working and the parents aren't as engaged and you have a sibling who is beating up on the younger sibling or the younger sibling beating up on the older one, the bullying also has to be addressed. Now, mind you, the reason why we have sibling rivalry is that is nature's way of getting kids ready for the outside world. How else are you going to address enemies? You know, it's it's like a dry run, a dress rehearsal with somebody more safe, your sibling. Because some of these siblings aren't safe and they're doing horrible, horrible things to their younger or older siblings. one 877 don't go away. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. 
Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious, such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 that's 800-430-1891 Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. 
Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly. The one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. So um I love these health myths. So, you know, somebody asked me the other day, is gum in your system for twenty years if you swallow gum? No. I go, of course not. They go, well, what about five years? Is it true that if you swallow gum, it's in your GI tract? For five years. I don't think I've ever seen a case like that. No. Your average transit time, right? Food's in your stomach for a couple hours. They could be in your small intestine for about a day or two. Large intestine a day or two. Average transit time is a couple days. You've seen that if you've ever had like a cake or cupcake that had real dark frosting, and then you notice you poop blue, usually takes a couple days for you to start doing that. Sometimes sometimes a day and a half. So your gum is going to probably go through the same thing. Now, where did that myth come from? Well, it could be parents didn't want their kids to swallow gum. So they go, it's going to be stuck in your system forever, so just don't swallow it. And then when we did accidentally swallow a piece of gum, we panicked. I remember the first time I swallowed a piece of gum, I was like, oh, no, now I need surgery because it's going to be in my body all this time. If I later have a baby, the baby's going to be entrapped in the bubble gum. And remember, back in the 80s, we had bubblicious. Those big, huge pieces of bubble gum that you couldn't hide when the teacher said, Dolly, are you chewing gum? Nope. No gum here. <laughs> and then sometimes if the teacher was walking by me, I'd swallow it. So the teacher, I could, yeah, nope. I don't have, see, uh, stick my tongue out, see, no gum. But boy, those were big pieces of gum. They were delicious, though, weren't they? The bubbles you can make with bubblelicious and bubble yum. Oh, man, I miss those days. Although my jaw is still suffering from it. So, no, um, your gum will not just stick to the side of the intestine and hold on for dear life like the Titanic for five years. It, it'll it'll pass. Now, it might be hard to digest. Some of these things are hard to digest. But the acid, the enzymes, they, they could do their work. But, yeah. So let's look at some of these other myths. Cheapism has an article, 29 health myths, myths you could safely ignore. I like cheapism in terms of their content, but I think there does need to be some qualifiers <coughs> or explanations. So, for example, they have your carbs make you fat. They say carbs are not only not bad for you, but they are essential to a healthy diet. They're not wrong about that. Okay, carbs... They are a part of our diet. They're important to have. You know, going carb-free can cause problems. But the reason why we have this myth, carbs make you fat, is because when people are reaching for the chips, they're reaching for the cookies, they're reaching for the carbs, those things can make you fat. So excess carbs can make you fat, lead to diabetes, make you more hungry, cause you to eat more. So, like I said, some of these things aren't 100% correct in the way they're worded, but I see what they're saying. Same thing with fat. Fatty food make you, makes you fat. 
they say fat doesn't make you fat. They say the right kind of fat can be very good for weight maintenance in your heart. Um, here's the thing. Fat can make you fat. We want you to eat lean meats. The Mediterranean diet, some of these other diets, they recommend fish, chicken. Now, mind you, some of these fish are fatty fish, like salmon, tuna. There's fat in those fish, the omega-3 fatty acids. But again, in limitations. Most of these diets, they prefer you eat a lot more vegetables than lean meat, but you can have small portions of lean meat. So I think you do need to control your fat. But do you need to be 100% fat-free? No. If you buy products that are fat-free, oftentimes they have uh, are um, uh, full of sugar. Vaccines causing autism is a myth. But there's, uh, again, a caveat with this. I have not known vaccines to cause autism. All of those individuals who I've known to have autism, even those in our extended family, I mean, uh, there's a genetic linked to that. However, I have seen cases where there have been individuals who have suffered a side effect, very rarely, where it might have caused an encephalitis or um, some sort of uh, um, injury to the brain that might have caused them to, and this is rare, very rare cases, to have autism-like features, poor communication skills, poor social development. And so do I believe vaccines cause autism? No. Do I believe that there could be side effects that could cause autism-like, depending on what the diagnosis is? Yeah, these we all vaccines you know, have the potential, just like any medication or any food product has the potential to cause uh, symptoms. So what they need to do is be very open, like we have the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. I know there's been a lot of controversy on how uh, um, open uh, the government is on every vaccine, but there is supposed to be data we can accrue and we could look at in terms of vaccine safety. Do I recommend vaccines and childhood vaccines? I do. But if we do think you're at risk of a neurological disorder, um, you know, it's, it's up to the doctor and the patient to decide how they want to proceed. Uh, keep, by the way, bring your questions on one eight seven seven doc dolly one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. We're talking about common myths in health. Sleeping after a concussion is it dangerous or not? Well, here's the thing. Okay, you know, I remember seeing TV shows where somebody hit their head and they say, "Keep them awake, keep them awake, keep them awake," or they might have overdosed. Keep them awake. Um, <clears throat> there's advantages. If you think somebody is going to go into respiratory depression, let's say from an opioid, to keeping them awake, which we really should be doing is giving them Narcan and reversing the opiate. But what they're trying to do by keeping somebody awake is keeping the epinephrine and the adrenaline stimulated and also allowing the layperson to know if the person is still alert and alive and functioning. But, you know, if somebody suffered a concussion and they're tired and they're, I would just get them checked to get them scanned to make sure there's not a bleed. But if somebody did, you know, hit their head, CAT scan is negative, of course we let them go to sleep. You know, now if you can't get a CAT scan, if you're vomiting, if you're tired, headache, if you seem to be a little out of it, I understand why parents are like, well, keep them away because we got to watch them. Unfortunately, sometimes the sequelae of a concussion could come a day or two later. So the child eventually needs to sleep. But if you're that worried about the head trauma they sustained, get them checked out by a medical provider. Okay? 
Now, these are pretty good. The five-second rule is something I always get asked about. All right? The five-second rule. If you drop food, how about the five? How about the three-second rule? How about the two-second rule? If you drop, like, a piece of pizza cheese down on the ground, all right, it will instantaneously pick up the crap that's on the ground. Same thing with an ice cream cone. All right? I get it. And, you know, this idea that, well, things will hop on it. Yes, the longer something is on there, on the ground, the more disgusting it would be. But once you drop it on the ground, it's contaminated. And people walk on the ground. There's bug poop. There's your dog's butt sitting on the ground. Do not eat food that is dropped on the ground. It is disgusting. Okay? Period. Um, other sorts of myths, uh, you know, they, they bring up here that flossing is key to dental health. They say it's overrated. I disagree. I think flossing is important. I think food gets trapped in your teeth and it's our job to get that food out of the teeth. I think a water pick is one of the most effective things you can do for your teeth. And it's fun. Splashes a lot. But, uh, I think dental flossing is important. And so, uh, to me, I, I don't think it's um, uh, overrated. So, uh, keep questions coming, guys. One eight seven seven Doctor Ali. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. 